1: This Acecast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection, go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com.
0: Acecast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
2: He shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready and fires at a curve freezes Otani. He's to look it. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch. Then he strikes
1: out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road.
2: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A loss for the Athletics to start out their four-game roadie in the Pacific Northwest, 11-12. The Mariners just a game under 500. They've been a team that's been underachieving. They've been unhappy in Seattle, but uh, this could be the next couple days where they potentially get to 500 and over 500. And just another rough night for the Athletics on the mound. Ken.
3: Yeah, Chris. I mean, it's been a little bit of a broken record. They had a you know pretty decent series with. Um the Astros in terms of holding Houston down competitive games in the last two and you try to build upon that Chris even though they got swept but thinking you know they went toe-to-toe with them even though they lost all three but then a regression today and yeah I mean it's a it's a story that's been played out a few times earlier this year unfortunately
1: yeah and, and I think of Kyle Moeller and the commander and I were kicking it around as we were texting watching this game and You know, he asked me the question, should you send Muller down? And I'm at a point, no. He's one of the young guys that I want to see here. Part of the process of being a young pitcher, you know, some of the greatest pitchers of all time got it handed to them early, but they had to learn how to do it every five days or now call it every six or every seven games, which you got to learn your craft. Not only do you have to learn what to do on game day, you got to learn what works in between mm-hmm. starts, the routine that works for you. So I think for Kyle Muller, I want to see him here, and I want to keep. A, I want to see him go through some tough times and battle through it and figure it
4: out.
3: Well, he's there now, and he's got to try to figure something out because the last three starts have been rough for him, and he, you know, so much promise on opening day, Chris, and yeah, well, he's here, and Scott Emerson is one of the best in the business, the A's pitching coach. You know that he's hurting; he dies every night with these A's. Uh, pitchers when they struggle and um, yeah I mean we have to remember that they're young but performance also counts too Chris so you've got to perform up here so I don't think it's time to pull the plug on him uh, the A's really don't have anybody that's that's knocking on the door in triple A either but as we've said many times you and me that you've got to make those trades pay off and uh, the A's got yeah. a cadre of pitchers in the deals not only last year but this year and You've got to make those pay off.
4: That
1: is, you know, you and I have agreed on that for, for a long time. It's like you gotta see. You gotta see it. You know, it's gotta be till it's so painful that you can't see it anymore. And you gotta let young players I mean, I, I keep thinking left-handed, and, and it's not it's not fair to bring this guy up, but he's come on the show many times, and, and we've been thankful every single time we've gotten him. The Hall of Famer Tom Glavin. Uh, what, what, just getting a chance to interview him is an honor. And we've talked to him about those early days with the Braves. And, you know, they, he and he and Smoltzy, John Smoltz, kind of laughed going, there would have been no way anybody thought earlier in their careers that these guys would be Hall of Famers because they got their you-know-what kick on a daily basis.
3: And different types of course. Smoltz had a great fastball, a great arm, and Glavin was a finesse guy. Muller is somewhere in between. He doesn't throw real hard, but he's not a soft tosser either but like Laban, he has to be fine Uh, his fastball is average and so you've got to pick your spots and be really good with your secondary pitches too, Chris you need movement and you need to be able to command both sides of the plate and right now he's struggling with that and if you look at at these two ball clubs Chris the Mariners the A's have walked twice as many batters as the Mariners this year and so it's not a, a secret what's happened with the A's. They've given up a lot of home runs. They've walked a lot of people. And uh, I think it, it really starts with command for the, the A's starters who are struggling.
1: Yeah, home runs and walks, not a recipe for uh, a very good meal.
3: No, that's that's true. No <laughs> doubt.
1: All righty, my friend. Get on that bus, and we will uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.
3: Sounds good, buddy.
1: All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We'll talk about this loss, game one of a four-game set between the Athletics and the Mariners, and something that, you know, a real – here is a – I'm going to give you a real question that all of you can watch going forward – Knowing that Memorial Day is coming up. And Memorial Day is always at, as baseball people like to say, the first checkpoint. Well, Memorial Day comes a little bit later than what it used to. And what I mean by that is, back in the day, you started later in April. So Memorial Day, you hadn't played as many games. Well, now we're starting in March. So by the time you're getting to Memorial Day, you've played so many games. Hell, you're well, I mean, for the A's, I've lost track of it. Today's the 20th. Yeah, I mean, today was game number, what, 49? You're going to be well into the 50s in games, and you're saying this is the first checkpoint? So I'll play. I'll play the, okay, it's the first checkpoint of the season. But, man. There's something that you need to see from the A's and something that you and I can watch every night kind of going forward saying, okay, am I seeing what I need to see? I'm being a little cryptic because I'm throwing it out there for you. It's coming up next. What you, would I need to start seeing. It's got to happen. You're listening to the A's clubhouse show.
3: Or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's.
2: this is A's clubhouse
1: All right folks wait what, what we what we need to see is there are certain things that you can deal with as a coaching staff. there's certain things like you can get better on defense. that's just fact. you can get better playing defense on a daily basis. You pick up the ball, you catch the ball, you throw the ball, you do it at a high level. That's not something, that's non-negotiable. You can see guys put in the work and they get better. My God, we saw one of the greatest turnarounds. We saw one of the greatest coaching jobs, and we saw one of the greatest turnarounds with Marcus Simeon. So, we've seen it. Now, you're just not going to coach guys up who aren't great hitters, and all of a sudden they're going to be great hitters. You're not going to coach up pitchers and make them all of a sudden great pitchers. That's not going to happen. Talent wins at any level. The teams with the best talent are going to win. But there's certain things that you have to see that coaches really have control over. Defense, base running, throwing strikes not doing stupid little things, that is all coachable. That's what we can watch on a nightly basis and go, is the coaching staff helping this team get better? And don't give me lip service that there's early hitting, early this, early that. Everybody does that. Are you, as a staff, resonating with the players and making them better. A great coach makes every type of player better. A great coach makes a star player better, makes a good player better, makes a average player better, and makes a player that's not going to be here very long better. And not only that, a good coach makes a player better as a person, as a player You teach them things that they remember for the rest of their lives. Anybody listening tonight, you have a coach, a mentor in your life that helped you. And it could have been the most positive coach and it could have been a downright tough guy coach. But somebody that the words of wisdom the way they treated you, the way they instructed you, you still remember to this day. And you take little things from that person even to this day. You use it at your work. You use it in your personal life. You use it with your own kids. I can tell you right now, my head coach at San Jose State, Sam Perraro, who's in all kinds of Hall of Fames and was hard on me, I was actually texting with him tonight. I think, I think about stuff I say to my kids all the time, stuff he used to say to us. That's what great coaching is. Are you reaching these players? Because that's the job of the coaching staff. I mean, here we are, 49 games in. Are they getting better in any way? Because if they don't get better in any way, if the pitchers just continue to never throw strikes, if they continue to make errors, if they continue to throw to the wrong bases, if they can continue to make base running mistakes, then all of a sudden you, you you start to look around and go, "Hey, listen, what are we doing as a staff?" I mean, everybody is a everybody in an organization needs to be accountable, everybody. And what throwing strikes. This is not an art form. Throwing the ball as we see that box on television, and I mentioned over the weekend against the certain Astros hitters, you throw it inside that box in certain spots. It's the danger zone. But let me tell you something: throwing it inside that box that's not that's not a super skill. Anybody can throw strikes. So the fact that the walks and the bullpen walks. It's, it's downright disgusting. It's, da- it's approach. How are you not living in the strike zone? It's not skill. Part of it starts to become, do you have pitchers that are sitting down that bullpen and they're scared to death to live in the strike zone? Because they think if they live in the strike zone, they're going to get hammered. Pitchers are afraid to get hammered. Guys are afraid to come in there and challenge people, and they get afraid. They, and, and sometimes they rather give up walks because they think they can get the next guy out, and then they think they can get the next guy out. And then all of a sudden you've walked two and then, bang, double off the wall, two run score, and it just it gets ugly. But throwing strikes isn't a great skill. You can find people to throw strikes all over the place. That's something that has to get better. I didn't do my daily check. I can do it here, but it's it, it's it's literally insane how much the bullpen for the Oakland Athletics walks people. Like you can't make it up how bad it is. And once again, I talk about it, this ain't a payroll thing because you've got cheap bullpens all over baseball. No, Most teams are not putting their resources into the bullpen because bullpens are fickle, and they change every single year. All right, I got it. Here you go. The Oakland Athletics have walked 124 guys out of the bullpen. The next closest team is the Royals at 95. It's not even close. So there's these things, throwing strikes, playing defense, throwing to the right bases, running the bases. There's just little things, cutoff, man. There's certain little things, the way the game is played, that you have to do that the coaches can't control. Also, defensive alignment. The coaches are, are, are controlling the defensive alignment. Are these coaches making these guys better? Now, we know there's going to be plenty of movement. As we said, Memorial Day is coming up. That's a checkpoint. A's have used 43 guys at this point. They're going to use a lot more players. But no matter who you are and no matter what your name is on the back of the jersey, they got to coach you up to be better. That's a must. The number 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: and two strikes
3: and it's swung on a ground ball to the hole. Caballero far to his left eye think he won't be able to get Ruiz though he throws he twists and turns and falling down fires the to first two late great effort by Caballero but of course Ruiz can fly his 55th hit of the year leadoff single that bring up notice Caballero went far to was left at the rim of the outfield grass. This is
2: Ace Clubhouse.
1: Seven seven-game hitting streak for Ruiz. He's hitting 367 during that time, so that continues to be one of the good stories of the season. The number, 833-625-2278. That's 833 625 As the A's have lost to the Seattle Mariners 11-2. You know, I thought it was talking to Ryan Divish today of the Seattle Times. You know, when you think about a team that has expectations really for the first time. Now, he said, well, there was expectations. Yeah, there was kind of. But this year, there was real expectations for the Mariners. And it's interesting to see how teams react to that. How they react to, all right, we expect you to win the West. because." To me, saying, yeah, they're going to be in the playoffs, and, hey, listen, they should win the division this year. That's what people were talking about in spring, that they were going to win the division. Houston Astros were for the taking. And for the most part, they were in the beginning. But nobody stepped up to knock them out or at least keep them down. And it was the Mariners who were the team to do it, not the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers have scored a lot of runs, and they've kept themselves in it. But here comes the Houston Astros. And it was the Mariners that if they got out to the hot start with their pitching and the offense that was supposed to be better, maybe, just maybe, they would be that team. And they have it Now, the thing is, they haven't played good baseball, but... Here come the A's, and if they get fat and happy in the A's, the next three days they could be walking here finally over 500. But they have been a major disappointment, a major disappointment. And what are the A's, you know, Seth Brown coming back is good news. You just start to wonder what is going to happen going forward here with some veteran guys as that Memorial Day is coming up. What are you going to do with some of the veteran guys? Like, how far are you going to go with some of the veteran guys? You know, ideally for Seth Brown, if Seth Brown, like, shows up, like, it's obviously he's hardly played. He goes from hitting 200 to two hits. He's hitting 235. I mean, ideally, and Brown is a great guy. Loves Seth Brown. And Seth Brown has loved being in this organization. But ideally for Seth Brown hit some home runs, show you got the pop, he's got the versatility to play all over the outfield including first base, and then you can move him for something. But now you're about to have you're about to have a dilemma. Let's talk about it next, the dilemma that's coming. Not not I mean this is not a major dilemma. When, when you're when you have the record that the A's have 10 and 39, you do, roster dilemmas are really <laughs> I mean... But, hey, listen, we got to talk about something, right? But there is a dilemma coming. We'll talk about it. 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit mechanicsbank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing
4: lender. The doctor will see you now. But do they really?
0: Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
4: We're a family of six, and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family.
6: My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent.
0: From the fuel efficient CRV hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit norcalhondadealers.com. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep.
3: Whitefield going back at the track over his head. And over the wall! Do you believe that?
0: You're listening to A's Cast.
2: And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep. Hit a ton. Hit way back to left. And that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My God. Goodness, he hit that ball a long way.
1: This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833 625 2278. That's 833 625 2278 as the A's lose to the Mariners in game one of a four game set, 11 to 2. Now, thinking about and you know how I, I feel about playing the young players. I mean, it becomes brutally obvious. Where you are in a season like this, what is the thing to do? And you just you just wonder, like, what's going to happen when the next few days, the next week, the next – I mean, because you now have – an outfield, that's going to have Ramon Laureano and Seth Brown. Now, if this was the start of the season and they were both healthy, that's one thing. But you're now 10-39. and 39. So now what? Because what you're going to see is the fact that Ruiz has played so well, he won't be messed with. There is no more. Well, should we lead off Tony Kemp? Should we not lead off Tony Kemp? What? No, Ruiz is he? He's hitting lead off. Everybody knows it. I know it. You know it. The other team know. Everybody knows it. He earned that right. He played. He played his way into a situation. Your data doesn't matter. Your right, left, heat maps, all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. He's leading off. Well, how does he do against this? Well, there is no what he does against pitchers because he's facing all guys for the first time. But has what are his splits? What are his, No, he's playing every day. Rooker at one point earned that right. That's slowly slipping away. Even though it's good to see him get an RBI now, but, man, he has dropped all the way to 276. Now, I would take 276. 276 any day of the week if a guy's hitting home runs. But the problem is he's not hitting home runs anymore. And that average is dipping fast. And when that dips fast and the home runs don't come, the OPS just drops, and then you start getting alarmed a little bit. But Rooker earned the right to hit third and play every day. So you start looking around. You start going, okay, where am I going to get at-bats? For certain guys, I mean, do you really want to have a, a lineup full of older guys? I mean, Rooker's got to play outfield. You got Ramon Laureano, you got Seth Brown, but you got to play Ruiz. Oh, you have the DH position. Okay. I mean, I've talked enough about how I want to see Noda play every day. So I mean, Aguilar DH. Well, now he's not going to be playing. What are you going to do with Jace Peterson, and what are you going to do with the Letmus-Diaz? I mean, you could literally, and I, I I don't think we're going to see this, but I'm not going to be shocked. You could wake up and have a, have a lineup. I want to get the roster up in front of me before I just kind of give you an idea of what I'm talking about. How about the Nuggets sweeping the Lakers? Jesus. Nuggets are legit. The Nuggets are legit. All right, I'm getting to the roster here. All right. So, you could have a lineup of, at first base, Jesus Aguilar at 32. At second base, Eladness Diaz No, we're gonna say Diaz at short. Diaz thirty-two, Tony Kemp at second base at thirty-one, Jace Peterson at third at thirty-three. Think about that for a minute. Aguilar at third because once again, we've got we we now are seeing a busy outfield. Ruiz is going to play. Okay. We know that. You're not taking Ruiz out. Ruiz right now is trending to be top three rookie of the year. Remember, if he's rookie of the year, the A's get like, a, I got to go back and look at it. They'll get like a draft pick or something like that for it. So they'll, they will benefit by Ruiz being rookie of the year more than just Ruiz being rookie of the year. But, With Ruiz in center, and now you got Rooker, you've got Brown, you've got Loriano. Well, you're saying, well, you got the D eight spot. Okay, so I gave you Aguilar at 32, Diaz at 32, Tony Kemp at 31, and Jace Peterson at 33, all in your infield. Your outfield of Ramon Loriano at twenty-eight, Seth Brown at thirty, and rooker at thirty. And and Ruiz being the only guy that is a truly a young player, you're looking at as your future going forward. And the more I talk about it, that scares me because because you're not preparing for the future. And even if guys struggle, even if someone like a JJ Blade struggles, even with Jordan Diaz, I'm like Jordan Diaz, I want to. Muller, let him see. I want to see him play. I want to see him play, but I'm not going to be all that shocked if I'm looking at a lineup and it could be coming where you're looking at a lot of the what we talked about the older players being back in there in a year now where you're 10 and 39. Who's going tomorrow? Marco Gonzalez, so a right-handed lineup. But Seth Brown, I well, maybe they sit Brown. I don't know. But that'll be interesting to see in the next, we talk about Memorial Day, in the next week or so, what the lineup looks like and what the ages are and where we're going here. And what are you going to do with all of these guys? Because that, that becomes the really tough issue for Mark Kotze, right? What's Mark Kotze going to do? Because Mark Kotze's got to deal with these veteran guys. Somebody's got to talk to him, And these guys want to play. They're at the end of their careers. They're at this point playing for their contracts. Or, or I should say, they're playing for future contracts. So they don't want to get stuck in Oakland, sitting in the bench with bad numbers. That's not good for business. So you're, you're, you're knock, knock, knock. Hey, Cots, what's the deal? This is where the manager, this is where everybody thinks, ah, the managers don't do anything. Uh, somebody's got to play the in-between between your front office and your players. I always say the guy's got to be at the front of the bus, at the front of the plane. He's got to be leading it. Well, now, you, you know, you got guys who are some track records. I'm not saying great track records. But guys have been in the big leagues that you have respect for, that obviously Mark Kotze is going to have respect for, and there guys will be coming in going, "Why am I not playing?" Well, then get me out of here. I mean, there's going to be some, there's going to be some tough conversations. Let's just say that. All right, the number eight three three six two five two two seven eight. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast.
0: A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM, HD2 San Francisco.
1: Joe in Monterey. Joe, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. What's going on, Tony? Hey, I was wondering, like, what about, like, uh, man, I am
7: I'm, I'm, I really like Tony Kemp, but I'm, I just don't like seeing him in the lineup anymore. What about some of these guys getting DFA'd? What are the possibility of that happening, like between now and Memorial Day or 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 July?
1: God, I, uh, can, you, you know what, Joe? I want you to. I want to. I want. I want to talk this through with you because we know the trading deadline is at the first of August. So all of a sudden, I start thinking about it. I don't know how you potentially can keep watching what you're seeing. For another two plus months,
7: I, I agree, and, and then uh like I'm watching the game and they're talking about uh they sent Jordan Diaz uh, down, uh and to get him more playing time. And you know why isn't he getting the playing time up here? Why is Tony Kemp playing? You know, I I, I just I don't understand that. I'm I know you can't send Tony Kemp to start to uh, to AAA, but I mean, Jordan Diaz, like like you say though. We, had, I mean, come on. We're, we have 39 losses already. 39 out of 49 games. It's time to just say, hey, you know what? These are the best we have. I don't care if a lefty or a righty pigeon. These guys are going to go out. We're going to run these guys out there, and and they're either going to sink or swim, and we're going to either sink or swim with these guys. And uh, I don't know if I don't know if Kotze. I mean, with his being his first managerial job, it's it's, it's got to be rough for him, you know. Last year, and now this year's even worse. But, uh, like you say, though, some some really tough decisions need to be made. Like you said, though, and those veteran guys are going to go, you know, hey, how come I'm not playing? Well, because you're hitting 169.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, think about it, um, Joe. This- Joe, if you just heard what I said, I mean, I'm just reading you guys off the roster, and I'm reading ages, and I'm saying here's the possibility. If you're saying I need to get these guys – like like right now – You've got two guys who feel they are everyday players in Ramon Laureano and Seth Brown. You've got three outfield spots. Ruiz is playing center. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Ruiz is playing center. This kid is playing, and he's playing unless he needs a rest, which every once in a while Ruiz will need a rest. But as of right now, he's 24 years old, and he's loving life, and this kid's absolutely electric. And he's got to play. He's got to play. He's the future of this organization as of right now. He's got to play. So now I'm down to two spots. I'm down to left field. I'm down to right field. Well, if Brent, Brent Rooker gets hot again and starts hitting, he's got to play. I'm now down to one spot. And then you go, what about DH? Okay. What about DH? I mean, what the problem is you've got guys – you're got, At some point, I mean, if you're not going to play Jesus Aguilar, what do you do? Is he tradable? Yeah. I don't know if he's tradable. If he's not tradable, what are you going to do? That's why I, I, I'm looking around. I'm looking at Alec Mestiaz, looking at Chase Peterson. I'm looking at Tony. What are you going to do with Tony Kemp? Tony Kemp, you've been able to put him in the outfield. Well, now how do you put him in the outfield? you got too many outfielders. Now what do you do with Tony Kemp? You're not going to DH him. So there, you know, there is slowly a delay, even though you've got 26 roster spots now, all of a sudden you are now starting to have, like I said, do you really have big problems with your roster when you're 10 and 39? Probably not. But we care. We're A's fans. We want to see the A's get better. And I'm starting to see there's going to be, there's going to be a problem. They're starting to see it right now.
7: Well, well two of the outfielders you mentioned – I wouldn't be surprised if they were gone by the trade deadline. I think Loriano and, and Seth Brown have a good chance of being traded because they're, the, they're t- the two players that probably have the most trade value. And if you and if you move them to get other talent, then you can put Rooker out there and you can use some other players but, out there. But but, but here's
1: here's my Joe. Here's my thing. You think we can go another two months like this? No, no. And let and let's let's throw it out there. Oh, for one tonight. Ramon Loriano's hitting two oh three. Yeah, I mean, what do you think's going to happen? I mean, uh, uh, let's just play perfect world here. In a perfect world, you would want Ramon Loriano to play. You'd want Ramon Loriano to hit bombs, run around like a kid, look explosive, look like because because people have injuries, people need help, people need depth. You could move if Ramon Loriano's playing well, you can move him. Seth Brown. If Seth Brown is playing well, there's no question you can move him. He's got a home, left-handed home run pop. Somebody's going to want that. But are you going to wait two months for the trading deadline? Are you going to you going to offer him in mid July? I mean, is it early July? Whatever it is, how long are you going to go? Because now you're you're acquiring more. 28-plus players, and all of a sudden, your average age got, it, it changed dramatically from position players. Let me just read them for you. You have a backup catcher in Carlos Perez, who's 32. Jesus Aguilar, 32. Alemus Diaz, 32. You've got Tony Kemp, 31. Jace Peterson, 33. Seth Brown, 30. Ramon Laureano's 28, Rooker's 28. That doesn't sound like if you ask somebody, how do you rebuild in baseball? No one says, have those type of ages. Yeah. Yeah,
7: the only one we have with age on his side is is Ruiz. You know, he's, what, 24?
1: Well, you got blades 25.
7: Yeah,
1: that's true. I mean, you had Jordan Diaz here, who's like 22, and I know he wasn't hitting great. You got Nick Allen, who I want to say Nick Allen is 24 or 23. He's right around yeah. in there. So you got some, and then at some point you got to bring the cavalry up. You've got to bring all these guys up from from Vegas. You got to let the young guys come up and play, and let all these guys play together. You're gonna have to do that soon. So I don't know. Do you do it now? Do you do it in June? Do you do it in July? They're not going to tell us when they're going to do it. I don't expect them to do it. If I was if I was in the front office, I wouldn't tell people when I'm going to do it, but I already know they're going to have to do it. At some point, you're going to have to bite the bullet. We're already starting to see it in baseball. Hicks, Aaron Hicks, Yankees, DFA'd. Eric Hosmer at the Cubs, DFA'd. There's rumors when Josh Donaldson is healthy, ready to play, he's going to be DFA'd. It's just the way this business works. You become a veteran guy, and you're not producing, and they want to go in a different direction. And they really, I mean, just the trades are not going to be out there. You're going to get DFA'd, and and that's
7: what you know. And like you say, why wait two? Why wait two months? You got if you if you DFA uh, Peterson, uh, I don't know if you do Aguilar DFA Kemp, and bring up bring up some guys from uh, from AAA. Do it, like I say. Do it now. Are Are we gonna? Do we have to watch another two months of this? It's, it's man. It's
1: just, it's horrible. These are uncomfortable conversations. They are. Anytime you're in management and you're dealing with people and their lives and their careers, it's tough, man. It really is tough. But Ray Fossey taught me one thing. Well, Ray Fossey taught me a lot of things. But Ray Fossey taught me, Townie, no matter how it's going, and I'll just, we'll we'll, we'll take it back to me. Ray Fossey taught me, no matter how good things are going for me, remember it's always about the organization. Always remember, no matter what's going on, it's about the organization. And a lot of people have a hard time with that because we want to personalize everything. We want to make everything about us, whether you're a player, whether you're a fan, whether you're an employee of the team. It's always about the organization in the end. And that's where people get in trouble because they start thinking about themselves. And that's what Ray Fossey drilled. Ray Fossey drilled that into me over and over and over again it's about the team it's about the franchise not exactly about the players players come and go i I, too much we baby the players and their needs and everything it's just a tradition in baseball how we do it um but it's about the organization no matter what it's about the organization And Foss drilled that into me. And now that where I am in my career, and I I get it. There's decisions that are made that are tough. But the organization's going to move on. The organization will move on with or without us. No one is ever bigger than the organization. I bet you Jose Canseco at one point thought, Bigger than the organization. No, you're not. No, Nobody. Ricky Anderson. No. Nobody. Players get old. Players retire. Players get traded. Players get DFA'd. No one's bigger than the organization. And you always kind of have to have that in the back of your mind. I wish I could have Ray Fossey on tape so he could tell all of you what he used to tell me. Don't lose track. It's about the organization. Because Fossey was a big deal. We all loved him. You all loved him. Everybody loved him. I called him the face of the franchise. You just got to understand that at some point, thanks for your services, but we've got to go in a different direction with younger players. You're gonna watch like the next couple weeks, and you're gonna see, like. I think we're gonna see it. You're gonna be like, "Whoa, look at this lineup! How old are they? <laughs> you know what? Whoa, what, what?" But I think that's kind of that's the dilemma the front office has kind of got themselves into. Now they're gonna say it's not a dilemma, and I I understand how the front office works. I've been around this a long time. I understand how they're gonna they're gonna spin it. But at some point, they're even going to look up and go, man, look at this roster. we got to do something. Uh, by the way, how many more segments do we have? I've lost track. We have one more. When do you want to play Kotze? Should we do it now? All right, here's Mark Kotze after the game with the media.
8: Yeah, um, for Kyle, he you know, left a lot of balls in the middle of the plate. This is a good hitting team. Um you know, his mistakes, um, they capitalized on, I think there were, you know, balls that, uh, you know, when you throw over the middle of the plate, it's tough to get away with mistakes. And, uh, you know, when you're not able to execute on the corners or, you know, um, make, the, make the pitches that you need to make, they, uh, you know, good lineups take advantage of that, and capitalize on it with, you know, two homers early in the game. Um, I'll
5: see. Yeah opening day start for you guys coming into the season with a lot of potential, obviously. But what have you seen maybe here through these first 10 starts that have kind of led
8: to maybe these numbers Yeah, it's been a a rough go for Kyle. Um, You know, in terms of improvement, I think we've, you know, seen him have um, a game or two through that stretch of 10 that that we've, you know, felt like he was making improvements, that he was going in the right direction. Um, You know, he's decreased the amount of walks, I think he had a couple denied two walks, um, but very limited strikeouts. So, um, you know, the inability to kind of mix the changeup in right now is is really hurting him. Um, You know, he has a a changeup that he throws, but not for a strike right now. And uh, so, you know, as right-handed hitters, everything's kind of coming into him and uh, there's nothing fading down in the way. So, um, you know, we're going to continue to work on that with Kyle and continue to uh, try to make progress. Castillo, obviously, was um, pretty good tonight. What made him, from your view, kind of difficult? Him? Uh, I mean, he, you know, that fastball's got a lot of ride, and you saw that in Rickers at-bats. Um, you know, the changeup down at the bottom of the zone. I thought Brownies at-bats against Castillo were great. You know, Brown coming back uh, from being out for a long time, squared two balls up. and you know, we had a chance there in the sixth with Jace up and the bases loaded uh, to get back in that game, and he executed a good changeup on Jace and got the ground out. So I think really the difference in the game tonight, um, you know, we were 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. And we continued to battle uh, with, with you know, driving runs in. And I think they were 6 for 11 with runners in scoring position. Uh, Ruiz took a pretty bad um, foul ball. There. Was he, I know he stayed in the game, but is he okay? Yeah, seemed, he seemed to be fine. Mm-hmm. So. Pujam was good for 7, but anything he's been in the see short now? Yeah, you know, for Fuji, it seems to be the, the second inning of an outing that's really given him problems. He comes out in the first inning and, and does a nice job and goes out second, uh, you know, walks France, hits Rodriguez, uh, Kalanick gets a base hit, and then Suarez drives a ball that was, you know, fastball middle and a 3-2 count. So, um, you know, for Fuji, it's taking the next step in that second inning um, that, that we're trying to get him through right now.
1: I do not want to see Mueller moved. And I know, like, you're like, God, Chris, it's hard, man. Townie, it's hard. Tom Glavin, and it's always tough when you say, well, he's a Hall of Famer. Tom Glavin did not start out as a Hall of Famer. Nobody thought he was going to be a Hall of Famer. Nobody. Tom Glavin's first year, okay, Tom Glavin comes up and goes... two and four with a 5.54 ERA and 50 and a third. Second year, seven and 17 with a 4.56. I mean, he was young, but he took his lumps. He took his lumps. That's why it, it's, a you know, every once in a while. I'll go on to when Sometimes, like tonight, Tonight I'm not tonight I'll be able to sleep. Been an emotional day. I'll be able to sleep. Tomorrow, or like sometimes like after these shows, I'm like angry about losing. um, and I'll have a hard time sleeping. I'll go a deep dive, YouTube, and I get, get in these baseball things. And somebody asked John Smoltz. I can't remember what interview. I love I love I love the old Brave stuff. I mean that's the big three. You want a big three? That's the big three. I loved watching those guys on TV. I mean it was greatness. You were watching greatness, and I love them talk because they all have great personalities. Maddox is a whack job. Like if you don't know, Maddox is the prankster. Maddox is a you know the you know mad dog, but he was a dirty dog. He's a dirty guy. He'll go dirty on you. And he'll do disgusting stuff. Mad- Mad- Maddox is like the complete off- opposite of what he looks like. You know, there's this just reserved guy with glasses. That is like totally not who he is. And I've met Greg Maddox away from baseball. I did a baseball camp years ago, two years in a row. I, I taught at the Las Vegas School of Baseball. And he was a speaker there. And I uh, got to meet him and talk with him. But you listen to all these Braves guys. That's not the guy. That's not really who he is. He's insane. Glavin's a super cool guy. But Smoltz is asked, like, hey, when you guys were young, I mean, who would you have thought, like, hey, who's going to win the side? And he laughs. He goes, hey, man, if you would have looked at the first few years of us in Atlanta before Maddox got there, it was rough. <laughs> they were getting it handed to him. So, you know what? Sink or swim. Kyle Muller. Has it been great so far? No, too bad. Get out there and compete. Get out there and compete. And you know what? Did you get it done today? Nope. Five innings, six runs. You got an eight ERA. He basically has the worst. I think he's either one or two. And we're well for starters who are eligible based on the amount of innings. Mueller either either has the worst or the second worst ERA for a starting pitcher who qualifies so what keep throwing them out there he's got to learn now what do you do biggest question biggest question that's why i've talked about journaling and i know major league baseball players don't want to journal but you have you 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 you, you read stuff about successful people i would love to say Mueller, grab some food go to your room go up to your room Sit down. Sit at that little table that they have in hotel rooms, that, and then you, it's always by the windows so you can look out. And just sit at that table with the journal and look out into the night. And hopefully it's a beautiful night in Seattle and it's clear. And just write down your thoughts. Write down what you did, what you liked, what you didn't like, what you could have done better. What you want to achieve in your next start. In the next couple of days, do that when you go to bed, when you get up, journal. And start figuring out a routine in between starts. How to utilize video? How do you utilize data? How do you utilize Scott Emerson? How do you yes? How do you utilize your pitching coach? We talk so much, ah, the pitching coach. How do you, the athlete, this is your career? It's nobody else's career. How do you get the best out of your coaches? How do you get the best out of your situation? You're the athlete. It's your career. You don't do it well, you're going to be gone, and you're going to have to go get a job like the rest of us. So how do you want your career to go? You need to start figuring that out, and this is the year. Don't send him down. Keep him here. What are you going to do, send him down to Vegas where the ball flies out and the numbers will just be worse and really get his confidence? If anything, send him to Midland where it's somewhat more normal. But I wouldn't send him down. I'd keep Mueller here, and I would say pitch through it. Learn how to pitch. You want to be a big leaguer? Prove it. Too ti- I'm tired, tired of babying these guys. Take him out. Don't let him throw too many pitches. Oh, we're so worried about this, so worried about that. Put him out there, sink or swim, learn how to pitch. You know, suck it up, Buttercup. It's the big leagues. I can tell you, many sports—they've taken quarterbacks and they've thrown them out there, and they say, "Hey, he keeps throwing picks. Who cares?" You know who? You know, I don't know if this record's been broken. Now, it's it's tough to compare guys to greatness, but I don't know if the record's been broken. But the last time I checked, rookie quarterback to throw the most interceptions all time in a season rookie quarterback anybody know who that is now it could have been broken i don't think so robert you want to take a guess he has no idea rookie quarterback to throw the most interceptions that would be one peyton manning the Colts said here's the ball son go out and throw it and he kept throwing picks and everybody's like, oh, my God, three picks this game, four picks. Oh, my God, he's throwing so many picks. Yeah, Peyton Manning figured it out, didn't he? Had a pretty decent little career. He's had a nice little post-career also. Let these guys pitch. Ah, uh, Because, I mean, you guys really think Rusinski is going to be the truth? You saw it again tonight. You think Fuji's the truth? It's going to be the young guys, folks. It's going to be the young guys. Coming up next, we'll get you the scoreboard and get you ready for tomorrow's action right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
6: If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress. Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. Dot com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber.
2: We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment, plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. First
5: United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above-market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high-rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA, not one penny has ever been lost. calling all kids it's kids cheer free all summer long beginning sunday may 28th bring your kids ages 14 and under to the ballpark on sunday home games for free after cheering on your green and gold race around the bases with stomper on the same field that your favorite ace players do get your tickets now at athletics.com kids free that's athletics.com kids free
0: Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
4: My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice.
0: Honda was named Best Overall Brand, Most Refined Brand, and Best Value Brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com.
1: Go to linksoul.com. That's linksoul.com.
2: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: The number is 833 625 2278. 833 625 2278. Let's get you a scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Light schedule tonight in baseball. Really good series going on right now. Dodgers-Braves. Freddie Freeman with a three-run jack. They did the whole standing ovation thing for him again. <laughs> seriously. It's Albert Pujols all over again. I get it. You did it last year. Do you have to keep doing it? But Freddie Freeman with the three-run shot, it was the Dodgers over the Braves 8-6. to six. White Sox, wow. White Sox lost to the Cleveland Indians 3-0. White Sox are 19 and 30. Indians aren't very good either. They got swept over the weekend. They're just 21 and 26, but the White Sox, wow. Both those both those teams, wow. And then you have Pittsburgh took care of Texas 6-4. And it was Cincinnati beating St. Louis, a final in 10, 6-5. Another great series going on in the East. Our buddy Chris Bassett had a twenty-six, excuse me, 27-inning scoreless streak going, but uh, did not happen for him tonight as Bassett gave up six runs. Only two were earned. But in the end, it was Tampa... Over Toronto six to four, a battle of East contenders. Arizona stays hot. They down the Phillies six to three. Detroit eight. Kansas City five. Giants are playing good baseball. I got to give it to them. Only a game under five hundred right now as they take down the Twins four to one, and that's at Target Field. Look out! Corbin Burns got lit up tonight in Milwaukee by who? The Houston Astros. Astros came to play. Five dingers on the night for the Houston Astros. And your Don Alvarez had two of them. One was a grand slam. Jeez. Let's see what his line was tonight. Three for four, five RBIs. See, that's a grown man. He's got a 1,015 OPS. He's got a 305 average. Average doesn't matter. Well, what does he do? He's got a great average. And he's got 12 home runs. And he's got a ton of RBIs. He does everything. That's what great players do. They do everything. Houston, 12. Milwaukee, 2. It was Colorado, 5. Miami, 3. And it was Anaheim at home. Over Boston, two to one. What's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Great show for you tomorrow. Four o'clock A's cast live at six o'clock. We're going to have A's total access, and then at six forty, it's first pitch Mariners and the Athletics. Luis Medina. The Fireballer up against Marco Gonzalez. And you know what? I know Cody told me earlier who the guests were, but I forgot. Uh, So 4 o'clock, A's cast live. 6 o'clock, A's total access. And then at 640, it's going to be the Mariners and the Athletics. A's lose tonight to the Seattle Mariners. A tough one. And back at it tomorrow. final in this one, 11-2, back out tomorrow. We'll see everybody right here, A's Cast Live at 4 o'clock. You've been listening to A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Have a great evening, everybody.
2: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.